They're a drow screamo band. Is this educational, like we're gonna get a hurt? Ah, spoil sport! Welcome to this week's episode of Wizards and Wine. We are now into part two of the Feywild Festival. Thank you to Daily Dungeoneer, the thought people behind the prizes that you're going to hear our players win this week for uh, some of the contests that you're going to hear about. Uh, so if you're looking for any inspiration for uh, magical items, definitely check out their Instagram. And uh, also a couple of prizes came from Reddit suggestions as well. Um, I'm sorry I didn't write down the usernames from Reddit, but if you catch something that you recognize, please let us know so we can make sure that we credit people properly. I uh, hope that you're enjoying the Feywild Festival. Uh, there's going to be a part three coming soon but let's jump back into the episode and i uh am happy to welcome you to the festival um thank since, you since this is your first time uh do you have any questions i have all the questions oh well please, um, please ask does this face paint come off do oh yes, of course. Coming off. As soon as you leave the Feywild, the, the the face paint will disappear. And really, it's only used here at the festival, even in the Feywild. So, as soon as you leave the boundaries of the festival, the the paint will disappear on its own. Are the boundaries clearly marked? Uh, yes, you will notice the flowers that mark the roadways. They also mark the boundaries of the festival. But why are some of the booths not uh, accepting our? business oh, with this paint on because you are a guest of pete they'll accept it's, us this won't make us pay right yeah he says i don't think that you quite understand the gravitas that comes with being a guest of pete nope um, just met him <laughs> i mean pete is part of the bros of destiny so wait what and he goes wait, bros of destiny wait you guys don't know? He's like, yeah, um, uh, bros of destiny? You you don't, you really don't know? I mean, Socrates and, and no. Bob? You don't know Bob? Do you know Bob? Never met Bob. Oh, well, this will definitely what, what, be. What is Bob? And this will be. And, one of the and, bros, of, presumably. Right? One of the bros of destiny. You will have, you will find this to be a very educational time in the Feywild, I can presume. Is this educational, like we're going to get a hurt again? No, no, no <laughs> harm ever comes to anyone at the Feywild Festival. Trust me, everyone here is here for all of the right reasons. Those reasons and what are, those? are Right, right. <laughs> to have... Right reasons by whose standard? Yeah, to have an amazing time. That's why we're all here. And as he's saying this, you're starting to recognize more and more creatures who may not necessarily be part of the Feywild. Like, you see drow walking by. You see um, a few creatures who look like you're not sure, but they look like they should probably be part of the Underdark or even part of the Nine Levels of Hell. Like, but everybody is getting along and everybody is just super pumped to be at the Feywild Festival. So okay. what you start to see is um, demons who are also dressed in the same kind of festival attire that you all have just found um, in the tent. But, you know, nobody is wearing the same thing. Everybody's outfit seems to be unique. Everybody is genuinely just there to have a good time and, you know, slap some asses and give some high fives. 
Care if anyone touches Care's ass. I was just about to. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this would be perfectly acceptable. If someone does it to me before her, he punches them, and then (laughs) and then maybe she thinks twice. So the the satyr explains these things to you, and and as he's explaining all of this to you, uh, Dracon gets you closer to the beer tent. And once you get inside the beer tent, again the crowd is a little bit more diverse than your first like when you first scan the room you see a lot of like small creatures with wings big creatures with wings you see small creatures with horns big creatures with horns you see some with both you know everybody seems to be from all different walks of life all different parts of the uh, multiverse from D&D uh, there's a little bit of everything here there's angels there's demons there's fairies there's you know centaurs there's everything at the front of the beer tent, there's a table, and the table has three seats behind it. And Care, your seat is in the middle of the table at the front. Well, I guess it would be the back, I suppose. Is the front where you go through, or is the front the back where you go through? It can be either or, depending on how Yeah, it's right? Up. I feel like the front of the tent is where uh, all of the seats are pointed towards. So you're coming in through the back of the, of the tent. Um, yeah. And there's a Makes table. Sense. Yeah, there's a table at the front. It's not like a, a wooden table. It seems to be a table that has grown right out of the earth and was and ha- the vines have formed this table. And cool. on on the table there are three kegs and <laughs> three glasses. Cares <laughs> like rubbing his hands and <laughs> anxious and <laughs> practically <laughs> skipping to the front. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. I'm following him. Okay. Sure. So do you want in on this contest, or do you want to wait to see what is coming up for you? Who, me? Yeah. I'd like to try the beer or drink. You would like to? Okay, sure. So you take one of the seats, and Care takes a seat. And uh, Janet, you and Drekon are going to be cheerleaders, or? Sorry, we'll be cheerleaders. Cheerleaders? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. So the two of you, um, both Zandra and Care, sit down at the table. And there's this other, like, massive demon guy that comes and sits down at the table as well. And uh, in, in front of each of you is the um, kegs. Each of you has, like, the, the big wooden beer stein. And uh, you sit down, and the uh, satyr, Dracon, goes up to um, the room, the front of the room, in front of the table, and explains the rules of the contest. And the rules of the contest are this. The, the game is on until either all three kegs are empty or somebody passes out. <laughs> Those are <Care> the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the rules. So what we're going to do okay. is we're going to make... Um, three it's going to be kind of you know when we go through um i think we did it we were going through the woods one time and you had to pick a skill to do a check with yep for this oh my. yeah okay so there's going to be a sequence of three skills that is going to happen for this contest to uh for you to be successful or not <laughs> okay okay so uh, you're at the table. They're explaining the rules. We're going to do three different checks, but you're going to pick the skill that you want to use for the check. And uh, okay. you get to kind of try to convince me of uh, why and how it would work. Obviously, I'm going to ask for constitution checks. <laughs> mm. Yep. Because we have to see who is getting tipsy. <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, let's start with care. Care, first glass of beer. What am I rolling? 
You tell or if me. I'm just talking about. Yeah, you tell me. Do you, um, do you want to try to well, Carol... intimidate your opponents or some smack talk? No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chug the first one down like right away. Mm -hmm. He's not about talk. <laughs> he's about action. So he's gonna rely on his constitution to get the stuff down. Okay, perfect. Give me a contract. Just glug 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 glug. Yep. And that just add my constitution modifier for it, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I rolled bad. <laughs> Ten. Ten total. Okay, well, you just passed the first check. <laughs> okay. Let me get my other dice ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Cynthia? Alright. I'm gonna try using my... As I drink it, I'm like doing it really aggressively doing using intimidation okay you're trying to intimidate care or are you trying to intimidate the demon seated between um i guess one would be at one end and you would be at the other with care in the middle the demon okay go for it <laughs> yeah no he's not buying it <laughs> <laughs> what did you roll i rolled a one <laughs> 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 you you kind of scare yourself a little bit, <laughs> but I still down the down the beer. Yes, of course you do. Give me a Constitution check for your first glass. Twenty four. Yep. Okay, you pass. Good. Uh, so uh, the the second cups are well. I guess uh, the demon is about like three quarters through his first glass when the two of you are finished first. Uh, so pour your next glasses and uh, tell me what skill you want to use. Kara's gonna grin and uh, look at the demon guy while mm -hmm. he's chugging his. Um, what would that be? I'm gonna use performance on my next one. I'll go intimidation with that one too. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Feel it on a roll. Yep. Go for it. Twenty total. The demon actually spits some of the beer out. So he's like, he's like, glug glug glug, and then you like, you eyeball him, and you mutter something under your breath, which nobody else but the demon hears, and he goes, <laughs> and just like the first three people in the first three rows are just like. <laughs> Soaked now in beer. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Meg gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Cynthia, your next, your second check. Yeah, I'm gonna make do it like pour my beer with a flourish and do all this do performance check, do mm -hmm. performance. Yeah, mm -hmm. fine. And after after I drink it, I'm gonna like wink at them. Okay. I'm gonna wink at care. Okay. Part of my performance. Okay. 19. 19, yeah. Everything seems to be working fine for you. Give me another con check as well. I guess a saving throw. 18. Okay, yep, you're good. Care, give me a con check. Or saving throw, I guess. I just rolled a 1. Oh, no! <laughs> Plus Care. 3, it's 4. Woof! Woof! <laughs> Let's see how the demon is doing. Oh, he's not doing much better than Care is right now. All right. Uh, I got distracted by the wink. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. What is your con? My con? Seventeen yeah. plus three. But you have when you do a con check when you look, go up in your saving throw, you mm -hmm. get a plus to it. 
You get your your pers your what you call it? Cause mine's a plus seven. Oh, saving throws plus six. Okay. Yeah. So, so plus the wrong one. It would still be seven. Yeah. It would modifier. still only be seven. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you. Yeah, cause yeah, you're still not gonna make it. Okay. <laughs> The dwarf fails the drinking contest. <laughs> the dwarf fails again. Oh, should have had more to eat this morning in that kitchen. Um, okay, so the demon is going to... He's going to roll for uh, intimidation. And he's going to try to talk some smack, some drunk smack to Xandra. He rolls an eight, so he has a 12. I assume that's not going to do much to intimidate Xandra. What do I roll? What's it against? To counter it. Yeah, just roll your... Um, would it be constitution against that? I against rolled a... 16 on die. Yeah. Okay, so no, you're good. Okay. This is... Might be insight to see through it. Uh, maybe. Yeah, give me an insight. Okay, well, that would be a 22. 22, yeah, okay. <laughs> you're fine. Not you're sad. you're like, oh, boo-boo. <laughs> no, no, boo-boo. Meg, what's Meg doing right now? Can I play the game? You want to play the drinking game as well? No, because all there. three seats are filled. But trust me, yours is coming. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm just I'm having a uh, drink. Okay. Are you cheering? Are you trying to talk smack to the demon? Are you making fun of Care, who's very clearly, quickly inebriated? Flustered from the wink. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Care, can you just stand up for a sec? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Can I roll to contest that? No reason. No reason. <laughs> Just stand up and turn around, Care. Do you mind? <laughs> we need to do see the little spin. Yeah, right. Can I roll against that? Whatever she's trying to do. <laughs> um, Whether he does it or not. What would you roll for? What would you roll against that? Uh, well, like for her persuasion against my insight, I guess. Insight. Yeah, I guess I'd sure. have to roll persuasion. Yeah, roll yeah. persuasion, Janet. I want to see if he does it. Uh, seven and persuasion is plus one, so eight. Eight? Okay, so... Four. <laughs> Care stands up. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I just want to see your outfit. Just yeah. do a little spin. The demon's like, oh my god! <laughs> Turn around. What I'm is like, that? The <laughs> like, my head's cocked. Ears are like, one ear up, one ear down. Fantastic hair. You look fantastic. You're spinning around you trying to look at, trying to look at, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nothing like, at all. I mean, like, nothing at all. Yeah. When you compliment any kind of like blushes and ears are kind of, I don't even know what they would do. Oh. They'd, they'd be like up and down, up, down, confused. And yeah, sits right. Back down. Okay. Uh, give me another constitution saving throw. From both of us? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody who's involved yeah. in the drinking contest, including the demon. Not me. No. Not me. 24. Okay. Care, you're good. So you're staying buzzed. Cynthia? 15. 15. Ooh, you didn't make it. Your third drink gets you off of your tits. Um, and uh, the demon is right there with you. So, Care, congratulations. You have won the drinking contest. <laughs> Cynthia, I need you to flip your D2 for me. One. One. Okay. Care. I thought you were going to tell her to flip a table. <laughs> flip a table for me. Uh, Care, your prize. He's like, he's like eight arms in the air and his like ears are like straight up. Right. Okay. 
doesn't care. Your prize for winning the contest is the Minotaur's Chalk. Yay! Oh, man. Uh, okay, so this... I think I remember what that is. Yeah, this is a wondrous item. And what it does is you draw a circle at least one foot in diameter in a safe starting point you to magically anchor an item within okay, a range just a <laughs> yep draw a circle in a one foot diameter in a safe starting in point a safe start point to magically anchor the item which i assume is the chalk circle anchor the item mm -hmm. circle okay okay so within a range of 10 miles Ten miles. You can draw another circle around yourself or of a target of your choice. Okay. And it will teleport back to your starting point. So it's only usable on one nope. person, not the, groups. Well, it could be. It could be used as if they fit in the one foot diameter circle, at least, then yes. <laughs> okay. It's, so maybe two at most. Sure, yeah. It's good for ten uses. Ten uses? Yep. Being circles themselves? Yep. And it will not work if the first uh, circle is smudged or otherwise destroyed in any way. First... Cool. Okay. Amazing. And Cynthia, your runner-up. Yep. Uh, you get. Hang on. Where have I put my newts? My newts. There we go. You end up with a used bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> there is a 50-50 chance that the item you are looking for is the one that you will actually grab. I'm not type. I got nothing to type this into. Okay. I, I'm I'm uh, typing it up for you. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, thank chance you. Chance to oh. grab the item you want. Yep. Uh, it will hold up to 100 pounds. 100 pounds. And everything that comes out of the bag is covered in glitter. <laughs> Cod herpes. <laughs> Who was using it beforehand? Yeah, right. Somebody obviously from the Feywild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Janet, you have been sitting with uh, Dracon. And uh, everyone has, yep. you know, been very much amused by this contest. And he kind of elbows you and he's like, are you hungry? Always. <laughs> we have a I seat am. for you in a pie eating contest. Would you be interested? I'm in. Sure. Why not? Fantastic. That's right up her alley. Yep. So everybody, he, he kind of gathers everybody who's traveling with you together. So it's you, Smegbrum, Bosky, Pete. I help Sandra. 
Yeah, like everybody kind of is, uh, you know, a we little... staggered over that way. Yeah, it's an entourage that's heading down uh, this little walkway to another tent. Same size as the beer tent, but as you step inside of this tent, you are greeted with the smell of every delicious baking smell hitting you all at once. Like, you're smelling toasted coconut, you're smelling cake, oh. you're smelling pie, you're smelling Yum. lots of vanilla... Uh, cinnamon, yeah, pancakes, <laughs> whipped cream, like all of these smells, right? Oh my god, it's mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, heaven. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, so, Janet, um, Dracon turns to Meg and says, the center seat is yours, my dear. And it's set up the same way. Like, all of the chairs are facing the table with three seats. The table, again, it looks like it was grown out of the, out of the ground. It's, again, vines okay. that come together to form the table at the top. And uh, as you sit, there's a little dwarven woman who brings over um, pies. What kind of pie would you like Meg to enjoy? Banana cream pie. Banana That's my favorite. Pie? Okay, perfect. Uh, so she sits down a banana cream pie. There is a half elf who's sitting, who's sitting, sitting. Oh my god, who's cheap wine, guys? Uh, who's sitting on one side <laughs> of you, and uh, there is a halfling who is sitting on the other side of you. So it's a half elf, a tiefling, and a halfling who are all involved in a pie eating contest. Care sits not in the center and not in the front, just like out of range. Sure. So to speak. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I sit beside Care. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, After I go get a couple of baked goods to march on. Perfect. Okay. Oh. So. <laughs> Care perks up and get some too. <laughs> got, some, got some fudge. Uh, okay. So I have two different dice here for the halfling and the half elf. Okay. Uh, so Janet, it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to let you decide what skills you want to try to utilize uh, for this contest. Okay. And I will do the same thing where it will be a con check to find out how full your belly is and whether or not you're getting a belly ache. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All I'm right. ready. I'm just pulling up my sheet here. Okay. Yep. Perfect. All right. So I'll let you start. Okay. Um, I'm going to use. Um, intimidation. Okay. Perfect. Yep. I'm going to roll. I rolled a seven. And sorry, I'm doing my constitution. Yeah. Uh, no, it'll just be a, an intim intimidation. For this role. Okay, so eight total. Eight total? Okay, so let's see if you intimidate either of these two. Uh, you definitely, um, well, you just intimidate a little bit the half-elf. The halfling, okay. however, um, is shook. Yeah, the halfling is like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> they, they did not roll well. They were like, okay, um, we've got a tiefling here between us. Half-elf is kind of like, eh, it's fine. The halfling is like, um, I met one of you one time and it did not go well. Um, so, Stop. yeah. So you've kind of thrown, <laughs> you've thrown the halfling off, but the half elf is still in the contest. Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh no, I rolled a one. <laughs> um, I got a two. <laughs> Janet, you're about halfway through your first pie when you start to feel kind of full. Or queasy. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're not feeling queasy yet, but you are feeling kind of full. So you're like struggling to get through the rest of this pie. Um, Care and uh, Zandra, what are you guys doing? Are you cheering Megra on? What are you doing? Of course I you are. Am. 
Yeah, I'm cheering Me Meg on. Yeah, okay. Telling her to cream those two. Like your pie. <laughs> I like jump on the seat and I shout, Megra! <laughs> <laughs> I do like intimidate. No, right? And when like, he jumps and... up on the seat beside me, I slap him on the bare ass. Absolutely. <laughs> and all of the rows that are and seated I... behind him go, oh, gay! <laughs> and I, I think, like, I feel proud because I feel like I helped cheer all the crowd. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You don't. You have no idea. Yeah. So you that's no like, uh, I'm trying to, uh, I guess, performance for that. Yeah, go for it. Roll. Absolutely. Start shaking your booty in front of them. Yes. Like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I rolled a four. It's three. <laughs> I'm, I'm switching my dice every time, and it's just not. Out. See, that's the problem. You gotta warm up the dice. You gotta warm them yeah, up. Yeah, correct. Um, okay, so... So despite uh, the results... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, Meg, what's the second flavor pie that they're going to bring out? You tell me. Oh, God. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Ooh, sticking with the heavy pies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Well, what's right. a lighter pie? Chocolate like, cream pie. Or like an apple pie, oh. maybe? Or a coconut oh, cream feels... pie? No, that one would also be pretty heavy, I think. A blueberry pie would be nice. Yeah, let's go with blueberry pie. Okay. With no whipped cream, please. No, no not Alamo, no whipped cream. Okay, it's just this beautifully done pie, and the crust on the top is like that perfect, like, lattice work, you know what I mean? Where it's like up and under, mm. almost like, you know, like. Oh, extremely, it. like. Yeah. Fancy. Oh, I can't even it's, say like, it. <laughs> it's like precisely done, the, the top part of the pie. Uh, so it's it's set down in front of you. It's still a little bit warm, but not like uncomfortably warm for you to put in your mouth. Uh, what skill check would you like to give me? Mine, um, do, 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 do. Uh, I would like to do performance to at, like I'm feeling full, but to pretend like performance almost for myself to kind of like convince myself that I can eat more. Does that make sure. sense? It does. Uh, yeah. You could also use it to kind of pump up the crowd a little bit, get them behind you, you know, like the ultimate warrior shaking the ropes. Oh, yeah. yeah do that. You know, okay. like charging up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to switch my dice for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, I rolled a one. Oh, no. Oh, the crowd is not behind Megara. So two. They're like, they're like I have no dice for life. Okay. Okay. There's the, my little dice jail. I've the, made one. The halfling and the half elf in turn do the exact same gesture, Janet, that you did. The halfling gets a slightly more enthusiastic, uh, you know, response from the crowd, but they are the two of them are definitely the crowd favorites here. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, give me a con saving throw. God damn it. Okay. Whoops. Dropped one. Uh, I rolled an 11, so 12. Okay. So the um, half-elf doesn't make it. The halfling does, and so do you. So the, okay. the half-elf was like, not quite going to make it for the next pie. So he's out. So it's between you and the halfling now. Sweet. Okay. Uh, what skill? Okay, no. What pie would you like the next one to be? Um, strawberry rhubarb, cherry pie. Yes, strawberry rhubarb because that's lighter. Okay, yes. all right. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Uh, what skill would you like to try? Survival. Woo, woo. Because I am proficient in survival. <laughs> okay, but I'll be right back. 
I'm gonna be it. I'm gonna be a bit of a stinker. I'm gonna ask you how survival is gonna to apply to this situation. For myself, like I'm trying to survive the nausea <laughs> that is welling up in me. All right, so you're like kind of like trying to fight against nature a little bit. Trying to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. All right, uh, give me a roll. Ten, but my survival is plus four. Okay, so I'm fourteen. So fourteen. And okay, the halfling's still hanging in there with you. So con okay. saving throw, go for it. Oh my god, a three, so oh, four. Oh, dude. Uh, the halfling just rolled a nat 20. Man, oh. I love my- Can I slap the halfling? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> the halfling's like, oh, spoil sport, oh. With my pie, I'll just like- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cynthia, I need you to flip the uh, D2 again for me. Say again, what? Oh, D2. Flip D2. a D2, yeah. One. You got a one. All right. Who won? Who won? Uh, the oh, halfling. Uh, so, Janet. Yep. You are going to be the proud owner of a pair. No. Wait a second. Give me a second. Let me do this the right way. Okay. Uh, Janet, you are now the pair owner of stilt shoes. <laughs> you know, which is really funny because me... I hate stilts. Like I can't. People, stilt walkers at yeah. fairs yeah. terrify me. Do they? Okay. Well, yeah. you are now the pair owner of stilt shoes. They are, are you ready for this? An extravagant looking pair of shoes. To use them, you simply click your heels together to extend the stilts up to 15 feet in the air. Each nope. time, Each time you move, you must succeed a DC 10 acrobatics check. On a fail, you fall and take 1d6 plus 2 damage. Okay, one sec. I wrote uh, extend up to 15 feet. Yep. Uh, one sec here. Um, and must succeed. Whoops, crap. Ah. On a DC 10 acrobatics. Yep. And then fail is what? Uh, if you fail, you take 1d6 plus 2 damage. Okay. I don't like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so these are now things I have forever. Yep. Is that right? You have them. Yep. You can choose when you want to wear them and when you don't want to wear them. You <laughs> never, never. Yeah. You never <laughs> have to wear them. There could be something that comes up where you suddenly Is there like a be... trigger word for them? No. Nope. Like uh, she clicks her heels together and that extends the stilts. But can what somebody else wear them in my party? Uh, perhaps. Uh, so Dracon looks at Xandra and goes, do you feel like a magical contest? Yeah. Bring it on, baby. All right. Everyone, do follow me. And out of nowhere, <laughs> this satyr uh, pulls out um, a hat with, like, it's like a beanie hat with the little uh, propeller at the top of it. And he also <laughs> pulls out, you know, when you go to, uh, like, one of the uh, cities overseas with a lot of tourists and you, you're, like, on a bus tour and the, yes. the person who's in charge of the tour has like that flag thing that sticks up above the crowd so you can always follow them. Uh, pulls, yeah. pulls one of those out and is starting to lead you guys through a crowd that's starting to get a little bit like more packed. Um, and uh, leads you to another tent. Now this tent is different than the others. All of the other tents are brightly colored. This one is uh, dark like the midnight sky. 
but it has stars all over it that seems to twinkle just the same way that like the sky looks at night with all of the stars and everything. So he ducks inside and this one, while the other ones seem to be quite well lit with the omnipresent light that you guys are used to seeing now from the headquarters, this one seems to be lit with torches and candles on the inside. But the torches aren't like the warm, um, welcoming torchlight that you usually see. Some torches are green, some torches are blue, uh, but they're set all through the inside of this tent. And as you get up to the front, instead of the table that looks like it's growing out of the ground, what you see is um, almost like a, uh, hmm, how to describe it? Um, almost like a uh, table hockey table. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, shuffle. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Air hockey. Air hockey or Air hockey. Yeah, air, air hockey. hockey or the, yeah, air hockey. Uh, okay, and there is one opponent who is standing, um, you know, on the one side of the table. You take your spot at the other side. And uh, the person at the other side seems to be the same race as you. Which, I'm sorry. Asimar, thank you. Uh, so it's another Asimar. And uh, you get to the table and you both kind of, you know, uh, out of respect, you know, give each other a nod and, and stuff like that. And the, the point of your game, Cynthia, um, will be for... Um, Zandra to get the puck to the other side of the table. So think kind of like the, the opposite of tug of war where you're pulling the rope and you've got to get the rope on your side of the, of the line. Mm -hmm. This one is going to be um, a contest of magic and the point is going to be for your magic to be more powerful than your opponents. So the point will be to get the puck on their half of the table by the time the bell rings. Okay. Okay. Um, and again, uh, you can use whatever spells you like. Uh, you can use uh, checks if you would rather use checks. You just have to, to let me know what you're doing because your opponent will, will do the same thing. Okay. Okay. Who goes first? I will let you go first. I catch Wisp Witchbolt on it and push it across and it, it maintains an arc <laughs> with that. Okay. Your opponent is going to cast Thaumaturgy, and your opponent will make the ground rumble enough for you to be, well, let's see. Uh, give me a, give me an athletics check. <laughs> That'll be a seven. I have a negative one. Oh, dear. Okay. I got an eight strength. I mean, yes. Okay. Uh, so with that, uh, you are knocked, uh, not prone, uh, but you're knocked around enough that your witch's bolt is disconnected from the uh, tile. And because of the way that they're using thaumaturgy, it's almost like it's lifting up one half of the table. So it's kind of sliding down slowly bit by bit to your half okay. of the table. It's still on theirs at the moment, but it's definitely making its way back to you. So go ahead. What okay. do you want to do next? Mage hand, holding it in place down at the other end. Oh, okay. Brilliant. I like that. They're going to cast... And let me see, mage hand. Yeah. Just want to see. And mage hand lasts for one minute. It is not a concentration. Yep. So even if they knock me on my ass, it still holds it. Yep. Um, I think they are also going to cast mage hand. Uh, so I am actually going to ask for a... Um... So would it be like our... Because I use charisma for spells. Yeah. Okay, what's your spell DC? 15. 
ooh, so is theirs. So it's like this, uh, like the two of you are concentrating. I know it's not a con spell, but the two of you are pushing Mage Hand like to its limits. Like you're both starting to sweat a little bit. Uh, so Care and Megra, what are you guys doing in the audience? Um, I'm trying to intimidate the people around me to start a chant. So I'm going, Zandra, and I'm scowling at everyone. Zandra, Zandra. Absolutely. Give me a... Uh, give, no, I think it should be persuasion. No. Oh, shit. Persuasion. Yeah. 17 minus 1. Oh, 15. yeah. The whole tent starts going, Zandra, <laughs> Zandra, Zandra. And uh, the, uh, the other Asimar is like, what the fuck, you guys? Like, even her friends... <laughs> are starting to chant for Sandra <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Sandra, uh, like what's your next move? Um, still using the mage hand to hold it in place because mm -hmm. it's there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking at her with... I'm going to try and use persuasion. Okay. To say, come on. You know you want to let me win. <laughs> Okay. What's your um, roll for it? And we'll see who rolls higher. 25. Okay. She got a <laughs> 17. So it definitely worked. And she's like, oh, you know what? I can see you're traveling with Pete. That means you're friends with the Bros of Destiny. I can concede to you. I don't have a problem with this. <laughs> I got a plus seven on persuasion. Yeah, you do. Uh, okay. So I need you to flip your D2 for me and let me know what you get. Oh, shoot. Come on, roll. There we go. Kraken. A uh, two. A two. Okay. Yes, yeah, Kraken. It's it's one or two. One or Kraken. It's okay. Kraken. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, so it gets a two. Sorry, you said. Okay. Yeah, that's the good one. So what you get is the bracelet of command performance. Yes, please type that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I cannot type on my on my Chromebook. I cannot type yeah, on a keyboard yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So the bracelet of command performance has three charges. Three charges. The That's key, it. The keyword to activate it is dance. <laughs> okay. When used, the wearer can command a performance. <laughs> okay. Uh, from a being or creature within 10 feet. Okay. The being must make a con save with a DC of 10. I know that's not really how save throws work, but that's how it's going to work for this particular item. Con save of 10. Yep. The effect lasts for one minute. Okay. On a successful save... The subject becomes immune to the effects of the bracelet. Yep. And the task is turned on the caster. And it's turned on the caster? Yep. So if Cynthia says... Um, throw. Yeah, okay. so if Cynthia says, uh, I would like you to do a jig, right? The person yeah. that she's casting or like is is trying to command roles. If she says if it she makes like a fifteen on the die, Cynthia is the one that ends up dancing the jig for a minute, not the opponent. Okay, and turned on the caster. Yeah. And, uh... My wine's almost gone, guys. Uh oh. <laughs> I know. I mine left a while ago. I oh, have another dear. bottle I can put in the fridge. 
I have nobody here who will get me the wine. I'll just have to guilt trip Rude. them. Yeah. <laughs> They're all playing upstairs. Playing games. I write. Bring me booze. Can someone? <laughs> well, I already asked for the beignet, and that never worked. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so who has ended up with what? Let me just make sure that my notes are accurate. So care. Uh, care. Yep. Has the miniatures chop. <clears throat> yes. Xandra has used bag of holding, mm -hmm. bracelet of command, okay. performance. Okay. And Janet has the stilt shoes. The stilt shoes. Perfect. Okay. Sure do. Anyone want to trade? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you may be uh, able nope. to find a tent where you could trade for something else. That could yeah, be These might come in useful. They yeah. might come in useful. I've thought about it. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, do either of you... They gave you money. You could buy some something else, too. That's uh, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, any other tents that you want to try to find? Anything that you want to try to trade? How I want you... a pet. <laughs> you want a pet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to trade anything? Sandra armed with the bracelets and the, uh, the, the, the bag of holding. Honestly, guys, I, I, I pulled the two of you closer. Like, do we really want something that's going to cover everything in glitter? No. Seriously, <laughs> think about this. I look at right at Meg. <laughs> Do we really want something? Think, to pull probably not. This? So let's still see if we can sell it. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. And maybe, you know, ask Pete to come along with us since they know him mm -hmm. to see if we can. Well, we got the, the face thing. Mm -hmm. and and he, he like points to where he thinks it is on his face. Yeah, right. We have I this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I may ask to see what they give me for uh, stilt shoes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Just out of see what the, you know, see if we can get something, you know, because I really don't want shit covered in glitter coming <laughs> out of this, and not even know what it is that's coming out of it. Are you kidding me? That was like that was like the best idea. Okay. Fine. Is there in it already, right? other than glitter. Think Fine. about these two party members. Well, I mean, me and honestly, care. Honestly, who knows what's inside the Although, bag though. Granted, I am trying to loosen up a little bit. That's part of why I want a pet. Yeah. And I find I'm just I I, I see that I'm too. Xandra sees like she's need she need, she knows she needs to loosen up. Sure. Stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And it probably goes a little bit against her nature. Um. Care wants care asked for the bag. He wants to check and see if there's anything in it right now. Okay. All right. Other okay. Than go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, does he, he takes his hand and he it. sticks it in and he kind of. Rums around and like he in runs. A bag of holding, like, don't you need to know what's in it so you, so you can think about it when you're pulling it out? Uh, okay, well, he's thinking like coins, gems, see, yeah, we'll see uh, if there's anything weapons. Like that, he's, yeah, he's like he's thinking about a bunch of things, trying to get it out, see if it happens. Yeah, let's go to a table and see if we can pull some shit out of this thing. Absolutely. Okay, give me <laughs> a. I can press the digitation anything with to get rid of the glitter. You shake it. Yeah, right. Glitter is that there's um, a reason glitter is called con herpes. <laughs> you you get that shit on you, it's there forever. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um okay, roll Cynthia, what I want you to do oh no, sorry. Who's who has cares cares rummaging. Okay, cares rummaging. Okay, first determine the previous owner by rolling a percentage dice. Okay. Please roll a percentage dice for me, care. Percentile. Yep. Yeah, the the percentile plus the, the single digit. 40. 40. The previous owner was a 
uh, was a was an elf. <laughs> and uh, I put it this was, in the notes. <laughs> yep, previous owner was an elf. Okay, cool. Uh, now roll three d8s for me. for something good. Okay. Six. Okay. Eight. Hang on. So, the first thing uh, that comes out is a grooming kit. For what type of creature? It's just a grooming kit. Brush, comb, Brush, comb, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yep. Okay, what was your second? Uh, Eight. Eight. Uh, You get a quarter staff. Cool. And what was your and third three? Number? Was a three. You also get an unsprung trap. Unsprung <laughs> trap. Yeah. I will let you sort out what the trap is going to be. I will give you the power. I will regret that, but I will give you the power. Bear trap. Yeah, I'll put player's trap. <laughs> you want you want bear trap? No, whatever, whatever you want. No, I'm just guessing. I'm just naming them. Right, so I'm, each of these items is probably covered in glitter. Absolutely covered in glitter. Thaumaturgy on them to clean them up. Sure, yeah. Precedentation. Okay. Because thaumaturgy is the, the wind yeah. king. Not and then we so, opponent. <laughs> so as you do that... What happens is all of the glitter goes poof and it like flies up into the air and all it does is draw massive attention to you guys. Everybody's like, Of course it does. And around this time. And like hair is like half-headed, yay. So with that, does it fall back down? The glitter? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So press the digitation again. Let Mm -hmm. it blow up. Mm Mm-hmm. Thaumaturgy, big wind. Let it go flying on whoever's nearest us. I don't care who it is. Okay, perfect. <laughs> it just kind of like generally swaths the crowd in glitter, and everybody seems pretty pumped about it, to be honest. So as all of this is happening, you guys start to hear like uh, the distant like thump, 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 like rhythmic thumping of music. Okay. 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 Ooh, a rave. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> should we oh. keep the bag to see if we pull any more shit out of it, or, le- or should we sell it? Entirely up to you guys what you want to do. Putting it to you two. I, I, get, I put the stuff back in the bag, and I hand it to you. I'm keep like, it. I bet you there's a reason really we have it, guys. <laughs> All right. I'll put it on my sh- shoulder. <laughs> Let's go. I still want to I want a pet. Okay. Any stalls where you can buy pets? Janet, or sorry, Cynthia, this may or may not be the game where you get a pet. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if the right things happen. Okay. Okay. So uh, you're going to keep the bag of holding. Anybody want to sell any of their stuff or try to make a trade? Um, I feel like I'm just looking back at these shoes. I'm going to keep the shoes. Okay. Uh, wait, I have other things, though, don't I, that I could possibly. Sure. Let me look here. I'll go see if that bracelet's it worth anything to anybody. Okay. Because, I mean, I mean, I don't want to use it and it's them. It's only a 10 for them to pass it. Chances are they're going to pass it. I don't want that crap coming back on me. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, some days you don't roll well, so. Exactly. Most days I don't roll well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. All right, so go to a stall, see what it can find, see okay. if we can make a trade. Uh, 
Um, why don't you roll one, two, three, four. Hang on. Uh, five, six. Roll a d6 for me. Six. Okay. What they are willing to trade is your bracelet for a ring of immunity to imbibery. Sorry. Hmm. That's not right. The ring of immunity to imbibing. Basically, <laughs> basically, no matter how much alcohol you consume, this ring yeah. will keep you stone cold sober. Oh, that could be useful. <laughs> that could be useful if we're doing any more drinking contests. I mean, exactly. but it could also Between be Between me and you, for... yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be, does it require attunement? Uh, no. Okay, so... That's an option. <laughs> I really should be. I should have played a rogue, man. Um, that would come in useful if we, like, you know, go to a place and we, we, you know, goad somebody into a drinking contest. Yep. Making bets. That's certainly one use like for that. it. Yeah, for sure. Earn some money. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll trade it. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll take so, that trade. So you got rid of the bracelet of. Bracelets. Yeah, the bracelet. Bracelets, of yeah, of commanding whatever. Performance. Means... Performance? Okay. performance, yeah. Alrighty. Elite. Gonzo. Ring of imbibing. Yeah. Ring of. Whatever it's called. Imbibing, yeah. Uh, that is a subtle nod to Boldermort, who does our extra. <laughs> He's the only person I've ever used, I've ever heard use the word imbibing, so I thought that would be a really fun kind of nod to, to Boldermort. Yep, that yep. works. Yep. Anybody else want to trade anything? Make any purchases? Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing how much that still shoes would go for. But just out of curiosity. Like for is, yeah. money or what you could trade them for? Yeah. What I would trade them for. Okay. Uh, so there are uh, three items that you could trade them for. One Kay. is the Awakened Cameo. Another is, what is the... That? Uh, Hang on. <laughs> Let me get them all out first. Okay, so there's the Awakened okay. Cameo, there's the Crustacean Clapper, and there's the Inkwell of Shadows. So these are the three things that they are willing to trade. Okay. Now, okay. the Awakened Cameo is a wondrous item. Uh, this Awakened Cameo brooch will help you through social situations, offering you advice and flattering your conversational partners. You get plus two to your charisma score check as long as you stay on the good side of the Awakened Cameo. Oh. So That's does cool. it require, like, sacrifices or something? Nope, nothing like that. Uh, <laughs> it's No, you'd have to... It's like a roleplay thing where you, Yeah. She's, an, like, a... Like the wizard, the Harry Potter portraits, she's living brooch type thing. Yeah, it's it's kind so of like conversations having, with her. Yeah, it's, it's I don't kind know of like, Harry Potter. It's kind of like having a, a no. little something sitting on your shoulder who's going to help you through all of your yeah. social situations. Okay, could actually be really cute and really cool in real life. Could be, yeah. Uh, you also could get the crustacean clapper. So it's a crab, it's a crab-like claw, but it's a bell. And it summons a herd of tiny-sized crustaceans when it's wrong. They will act as your allies and do your bidding for up to one hour. And you may ring the bell once a day. So you get oh crabs. God, I want that. So you get, you get crabs. Fantastic. Yeah, you yeah. get crabs. 
And the last one that they set on the counter is the Inkwell of Shadows. So this Inkwell okay. contains ink that is used to write secret messages that disappear, but on further inspection can only be seen when held up to bright light sources. You can also shatter the Inkwell once to cast darkness. I want the crabs, please. Okay. <laughs> Janet has crabs. So instead of the stilt shoes? Yeah. Unless you guys can really think of a use that we'd ever use the stilt shoes. I can't, other than as a joke to put on somebody. If they had a <laughs> command word, yes. But, no. Yeah. I feel like we'd just, cool. <laughs> we'd just injure ourselves. we just injure ourselves. Okay, so crab. Yeah. Wait, wait, can you describe the crabs again, please? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's the crab clapper. Okay. You get the clap too? Sorry, not crab clap. <laughs> Hang on, I've got some issues. It's crap, the... why is it not letting me? Oh, there we go. Sorry, I did the wrong thing here. It's okay. Crab clap, crustacean clapper? Crustacean clapper. Crab. Yep. It's a crab like craw claw bell. So it's just shaped like crab a crab claw. Crab like claw bell. It summons a herd of tiny sized crustaceans. Uh, whoops. When rung was the last of that sentence. Yep. They will act as your allies and do your bidding for up to one hour. You can use it once a day. Guys, this might be useful. You never know. Me and my crabs. <laughs> I just pictured you, like, summoning while we're at the guild. Yeah, right? At some point. Right? And just out of nowhere, <laughs> all of these tiny crustaceans show up, and everybody's like, what the hell? Everybody thinks there's an infestation. Yeah, at some point, you yeah. just summon it. Right? All of a sudden, there's just, are, like, a are, cake are walking down crab? the hallway. No, they're, they would be crustaceans. They would be like crabs. We'll call them crabs, baby crabs. Okay, what's next? Are you guys, do you want to do more shopping, more looking around, or are you ready for the next bit? I'm ready for the next bit. The next bit? Okay. What you haven't realized at this point is that beyond where the carnival kind of setup is, there's actually this giant stage. And the giant stage is in the shape of like a snail shell. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a big twist, okay. and oh, the conch shell kind yeah, of thing, or no snail conch shell, I suppose. Is that what it's called? Yeah, we'll call it that. But anyway, we'll <laughs> the the opening is where the stage is. So basically, what that means is that there's no part of this concert area that isn't going to get impeccable sound from this the sound that's coming Sweet. out of this shell, right? So they don't need speakers and, and all of that stuff. It's all coming like organically out of this shell. So it's DJ Hung, who is a, a centaur. And he is dropping like some, some serious EDM on you guys. And as you're watching the crowd, you start to see something truly unusual happen. Every once in a while, uh, jumping up like above the heads of everyone in the crowd is a unicorn. But he, from what you can tell, from what you can see, actually, give me a perception check. Perception? Yeah. 14. Everybody else? Sorry, 17. 19. I was muted for some reason. Oh. I'm sorry. 17. Okay. You guys can all tell this is definitely a unicorn. He seems to be able to speak common. And he is not colored the way a usual unicorn you would imagine, with either the white mane or the rainbow-colored mane. As he's jumping you're able to see that his mane is actually different shades of gray. And you can tell that up his horn, he has like piercings. It seems like this unicorn is having the best time. 
Okay, uh, when you oh. first described it, I was imagining multiple unicorns jumping up above people's heads, just no. appearing. Nope. Like, it's yeah, okay. just this Ooh. one, and he seems yeah. to be in the crowd, and he seems like he's just legitimately having the greatest time ever, right? Of course he is. He's a unicorn. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, one of the times where he jumps, he kind of does like a 360 spin, and he spots you guys, he spots Pete, Bosky, all of the guys, and like his eyes are like, oh my god, it's you guys! Like, you know what I mean? That like, <laughs> that like moment of recognition, but it's like a genuine like, oh my god, it's my, it's my people. So, as you guys are enjoying DJ Hung's set, uh, the unicorn comes over and uh, kind of like gives like a, a, I don't know what you want to call it. We'll call it a hip check um, to Pete. And is like, bro, about time you got here, man. I've been here like all day waiting for you to show up. It's good that you're here, man. We know we go on soon, right? And Pete's, I look at Pete, go on? Yeah, and Pete's, <laughs> Pete's like, oh, this is DJ Hung. We have like three other bands before we are expected to take the stage. So, uh, you know, every, yeah. Who's we? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. So as you guys oh, are enjoying this and you are, you know, shaking your ass in your assless pants and, you know. No, you, no, no. He's tapping his foot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like at this point you no, have. No, 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 You've done the drinking contest. Like you're like lit uh, up. Yeah. Like, I'm grabbing Kerr by the hands and we're just shaking it, baby. Yes. <laughs> A hundred percent. Meg is with Hagen, and you guys are, you know, doing a little like, doing that like awkward dirty like, dancing. Yeah, it's an awkward like teenage. I like you, but I don't want to admit it yet. Yeah. Kind of dancing where you're like like shuffling. Yeah, you're like flirt dancing a little bit. Every once in a while, you do like a shoulder shrug and you like wink at him, and he does the same back with his ghillie suit and horns, <laughs> which All makes right. him, by the way, to you, Meg way more attractive than he was before now that he has horns so right <laughs> the uh the next group that takes the stage uh they introduce themselves as deep ethereal they're a drow screamo band <laughs> drow screamo band yeah. What yeah. uh Pretty so much a metal screaming band. death metal yeah well, i mean kind of think like um the black parade from my chemical romance except a lot of screaming instead of actual singing Screamo. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. that is. Uh, so, oh my God, so much to teach you, girl. Uh, so uh, the screamo band set uh, goes well. People seem to be pumped to see them. That kind of thing. So then the next group that takes the stage seems to be kind of like a, a real mixed pot of uh, different races. Uh, they call themselves the Oath of Vigilance, except they only play cover music. They don't perform any. <sighs> any original stuff and oddly enough they perform a couple of songs from the drow screamo band so you hear a couple of songs like twice um, weird yeah so as, yeah as the uh oath of vigilance set continues pete you know is like well come on you guys it's time for us to head to the back of the stage now um wait what yep so you guys are all gonna go and stand oh, sides. It's real. yeah you guys are all gonna go um with pete uh, and in mass, and you guys are going to kind of stand side stage for the set. Now, the Bros of Destiny consist of Pete, the emo unicorn, and a as of yet unnamed member. So, Pete introduces you guys to the unicorn, whose name is Bob. So, that is Bob. That is Bob. Oh. Yep. Bob, um, yay! <laughs> right? Where's your friend Neil? Uh, 
So Bob um, is very excited to meet you all. He's heard a lot of great things um, via Pete. And as we are great, obviously. Uh, clearly, we're not musicians having, though. Like, the best time ever. <laughs> So yeah. uh, they introduce the, the somebody goes up on stage and, and you hear them doing like the regular stuff, you know, don't forget the medical tents are over here. If you're looking for food, you go this way. You know, the typical stuff that you hear at festivals, you know, we've got a lost person. If you know of blah, 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 make your way to tent, blah, 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 right? All that kind of stuff happens. And they introduce the bros of destiny and the place goes absolutely wild like if this wasn't oh, the no. Feywild people would be rioting they are that excited to see these guys so as Pete and Bob take the stage Bob sits behind um, the drum set as a unicorn would and Pete takes the stage and what I mean you've kind of become accustomed to how Pete looks I mean you've definitely seen him more than you've spoken to him at this point and one of the things he's always had is this giant two-headed axe that he wears slung over his back but you've never Does seen that him turn into a bass it turns into a guitar that he a guitar he's a light yeah. he's a two. he's a lightning half dragonborn half dragon so it's an electric guitar that he can play <laughs> And as the set starts, you hear, you know, a very quiet strumming from Pete. And this, at this point, is like this incredible, like soft, inspiring, like power metal song. Yeah. And as the song starts to pick up a little bit, you start, you hear uh, like a raven's call over the audience. And it's like a sonic sound that is emanating from behind the crowd. And you guys are like, wait a fucking second. The spotlight finds the bird flying over the crowd. It's friggin' so crates, you guys. You know this because of the leather so cap. Great. Yeah, you know this because of the leather cap with the one metal spike that Smegbrum gave him, and like the, the metal spike is like glinting in the spotlight as it tracks Socrates flying over the crowd, and as he gets closer to Pete, and Pete's not even looking. You know, uh, he's just like the the guitar playing gets more and more intense, and it gets louder and louder and louder, and Pete finally lands on the perch. Sorry, Socrates lands on the perch on Pete's shoulder. And as soon as he does that, he comes down and he headbangs into the symbol that is has been part of Pete's armor. And it kicks off this intense, like, power metal set. And the thing is, is that at this... Are you going to sing this for us? No, I'm Please not. Please sing this I'm really, I'm, I'm really not. And if it wasn't for copyright laws, I would play you exactly what this sounds like. Like, kind of think Flogging Molly meets, like, Iron Maiden. Okay. okay. I know Iron Maiden, but I have no I'm idea what Google those later. Molly is. Yeah, like, so it's, it's just this really, like, crazy sound that nobody has ever really heard before. And uh, it's, like, the first time the world has been exposed to, like, electric guitar. It's the first time the world has kind of been exposed to power metal and, like, uh, you know, like think like meatloaf power, like operatic, yeah, cement, thematic, opera, metal, music, yeah, incredible like, scores, yeah, yeah, extended. yeah, all of that stuff. So, as this is happening, you guys are like, what the actual fuck is happening right now? You guys like have been practically headbanging uh, with his rabbit ears. Yeah, you guys are like, this is the greatest thing that you have 
ever heard. And as Pete starts to sing, back up, by the way, for Socrates, what you're starting to put together is that the bros of destiny write the songs of fate. And that's where we're going to call it for this week. We'll be back with part three of the Feywild Festival next week right here on Wizards and Wine. Uh, again, a big thank you to Daily Dungeoneer on Instagram. Uh, great mind behind uh, a lot of the prizes that the players won this week uh, with their carnival games. And... I know there were people on Reddit who had some of them as well, and shame on me, I didn't get the usernames, but if there is something that you recognize, please let us know so we can make sure that we give the proper um, acknowledgements and credits. Voldemort, take it away. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.